I would say that 50% of them do. Um, I, I don't know that they do it as frequently as I do, but it became a habit. It was one of those things that whenever it was early on every year, I added something new um, to try and see if that worked. And so it has been incredibly beneficial. I've been doing it for 15 years now. gang, it's Ryan Surratt, your host of Agent X Factor Podcast, and today I am pumped up because we have the Holly Fitzgerald here, who is the broker of East Texas Preferred Properties. Holly, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It is Monday, and we are off and running. That's right. That's right. It's a, it's a great Monday. Uh, it feels like a Tuesday for me for some reason, but it's a, it's a great Monday. <laughs> So, so let me ask if you don't mind. Uh, so, so how did you get started in the real estate business? Because you're you're brokering an office now, or you're the broker of an office, of, uh, uh, and you're a producing real estate agent yourself as well. Very successful. So, so what got you in the business, and how long have you been doing it? Okay, well, it's a fun little story. Is uh, I whenever my kids were little, um, as they were just entering into school, I was like, what do I need to do with my world? And so the options were to either be a hairdresser, which you see my hair. So, um, that was not the best option huh. or <laughs> to get into real estate because I always enjoyed, you know, the process of going through properties and seeing properties. I had moved multiple times growing up um, and it was an, of interest to me. And so I earned my real estate license in 2006. And uh, so I'm readily approaching that 20 year mark uh, in the business. And uh, anyway, I it took off. Uh, I, I originally worked for a builder, a local builder, and we did a lot of stuff together, um, then moved on to another builder and then went to brokerages kind of learned what I liked, what I didn't like. And then whenever the opportunity arose with my best friend to jump into East Texas Preferred Properties um, and be the Tyler broker, then I jumped in with her and we, you know, history has written its, itself uh, from our little adventure. That is, that is fantastic. Uh, I love it. 20, so 20 years almost. I imagine yep. you've seen the market change a little bit yeah. in that time period oh just a few times yes <laughs> i've seen i've seen a lot of changes um and I'm, i'll say that our current market is the probably the oddest market that i have ever experienced just because it's pretty cyclical and you can kind of plan what's going on and what's going to happen and then there are other you know there are other this is not it this is not it. It's a little different this time. Um, so we're sure. just kind of collecting all of the knowledge that that I've received over the years and then speaking with several of my mentors and other brokers um, and agents across the state as well as the country uh, just to see what they're experiencing and what things have been effective for them. 
um, in helping their sellers as well as their buyers as we're kind of in this unprecedented um, situation. Yeah, de definitely. I would say uh, it's it's a you know a wonky market is uh, yeah. you know we're to date it a little bit October twenty twenty three. So so what are you telling? I mean, what are you telling agents that are in your office? Uh, you know, what are you giving them as advice to be successful or maybe just survive this market? Just a well, um, we hope to thrive. That's kind of what right. our goal is. Yes, we hope to thrive. And this is just one of those that you kind of, you know, you work through it. So one of the things that that I have um, gone over with them multiple times is just our business is more successful if you are in a relational position with your clients um, and with their friends, their family. So reaching back out to everybody that we've worked with over the last several years, I do that once a month that actually went out today is my monthly newsletter to let them know what's going on. Um, and in that, just reaching out, talking to people, you know, their team. So whoever they use for lending, if they use it for a home warranty, um, their electricians, painters, plumbers, like where are the, who are they running into and how can we help as far as real estate goes? Mm. Because people start calling um, because they want to fix up the house before they put it on the market. And you never know where that next lead's going to come from. And so kind of hitting the ground, um, doing that relational um, conversation and just seeing where that progresses to. So it's been, for me, the last two weeks have been insanely productive, which is wonderful. Um, but lots of listings coming on. My buyers have been a little bit quiet, um, but I'm still reaching out, sending them what I'm finding. It's just a matter of them pulling the trigger. And they're a little tentative and hesitant at the moment. Um, so that's sure. one of the things. The, another thing that, we've, that we have been talking about, which I'm so excited that you're going to get to come visit the office and talk to them about what you can do to help us. Um, but talking about you know, the assumable mortgages, um, that if, if it is assumable, it may be one of those great things for them to utilize as we kind of, you know, filter through, um, did you lose me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. What? Just checking little technical difficulty there. Um, we, we got a couple of technical difficulties on our audio today, don't we? So, uh, we, but, but we're going to make it work. It just, if we just flow with it, that's what we do. That's, um, that's right. This is, this is real and authentic, not, not, yes. not whitewashed here. So no, no. And so, so, so we've, those that's we've been talking about that we've been talking about um doing rate buy downs um just some different ways of conducting business while it's still beneficial to both the seller and the buyer that is fantastic so so uh, it sounds like you're being strategic with your approach to um to influence past clients and and I love that about a monthly newsletter Yes. Do other agents in, on, in your office do that? I, I have not actually found an agent who actually is doing it. Talked about Who's it. Who's actually doing it. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, well, yeah um, you, you're, yeah. They, yeah. So I would say that 50% of them do. 
Um, I, I don't know that they do it as frequently as I do, but it became a habit. It was one of those things that whenever it was early on every year, I added something new, um, to try and see if that worked. And so it has been incredibly beneficial. I've been doing it for 15 years now. Um, and so I send it out every month and in it, I have little tidbits of either fixing up your house, getting it ready to sell curb appeal, latest styles, um, you know, lending things that you can do in the marketplace. So that's something that, that has been coming up more frequently that they ask, you know, that my clients have asked about. And so I try to address a little bit of that in, you know, and, hmm. and encourage conversation, communication. Um, and it's amazing how many of them reach out. Uh, another thing that I put in there is I have two featured listings that I put in every month just so that they're aware, like these, these houses are available if you're looking. Um, and then in the last portion of my newsletter, I always insert something that's going on with me personally, just because over a transaction, we get to know one another and they get to know me as a person, not just me as a realtor. And I get to know them as people too, and what goes on with their world and keep up with it on social media and that sort of thing. Um, so I don't post a lot of personal on social media. Uh, so whenever I do, it's like this big reaction. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to know that you're still watching. Um, <laughs> but um, I use fun. it more for, for business than I do for personal. Um, but it's really nice to kind of have that uh, that conversation and let them know what's going on. And so, uh, you know, during 2020, I was letting them know, you know, the weird things that we had to do during COVID as far as being able to see houses, how we could do that, you know, what the requirements were and just bracing them for that, as well as talking, you know, coaching sellers on being ready and having it ready to go and, and the things that we needed. So it's been very beneficial. Uh, it, it's amazing how many of them I hear back from. I had two of them reach out and go, we need to go do lunch in the next couple of weeks. I was like, perfect. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I, so your newsletter, just to kind of recap, so it has tidbits on buying or selling, uh, yes. featured listings. It mm -hmm. also has um personal details about you little, little info about you and yeah. uh and it, that that I, I love it i i think that's great now do you write this yourself or do you have a team do. that does it if you don't mind no. you write it i do it myself i do it myself every month um i have wow. i have a a, a monthly now date with myself <laughs> to sit down is, and do it on my own just so that it's current so everybody knows yeah. what's going on with me well, I think that for for an agent who's listening, uh, I think that's a great takeaway right there. I mean, that's an aha. Uh, that's what I call them. Uh, you know, so that's a golden nugget right there. Just to, you know, do a newsletter. Maybe it's maybe it's quarterly. Maybe it's monthly. However you can do it, but something that just keeps you in front of your past clients. And yes. um, that's awesome. Now you mentioned yeah. social. You mm -hmm. so are you utilizing social media much in your business, or do you use uh, the oh, newsletter, yeah. I guess more. I use social media every day. Um, so my listings, I put them up on a daily. I have them on a rotation. I also do a group of listings. So normally that goes out twice a month. Um, and just, you know, put them out there. 
because you never know who's going to see it and what format and is going to work for them. And so I try multiple different things to keep it fresh, but every day I put that hmm. out there. So I post twice a day, once in the morning, um, that it, that would be me personally posting. And then I use this special little app called buffer app to post in the evening for me, but those are all vetted. All of the articles are uploaded and vetted by me before I put them out there. So th it's still me, but I'm using an app to do it. That's excellent. Excellent. Just leveraging technology. Yes. So I think yes. that's great. So, so what are you telling as, as um, you know, you're a, a successful agent, you, you've served a lot of clients. What are you telling some of the newer agents in this market? I mean, how could they grow their business? People who are just getting in, how can they be growing their business now, would you say? Okay. So there are, I'm old school. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Me cause, too. Because how I started, how I started is, is how I still do business. So I started out with, I had a lot more time on my hands um, than I currently do whenever I first started. And so I did a newsletter for my neighborhood and I would walk oh. it to their oh. houses and put it in their door. And once a month, they got a printed newsletter for me. Um, and the cool thing was, is that I knew the neighborhood, like I knew which house they were calling about if they wanted to list it or if they were trying to make improvements on it. Um, I knew what color the front door was. Like I knew if they had dogs, <laughs> it was one of those fun sure. things, but I also incorporated it because my kids grew up with me doing this. And so I had, I enlisted their assistance and then they got some sort of prize after we completed our task of putting all of those newsletters out. Um, but it wow. was also, you know, they were, they were earning, they were learning how to do it from the ground up. Um, so we start, that was, that's one of the things I encourage because you are in your neighborhood where you live, you know, everything about that neighborhood, you live there. So start there. Um, then if you want to branch out and do some other, you know, marketing, advertising, outreach, uh, that's great. But that was one of the ways that I, I started off. And then another thing that I've been encouraging them to do is um, I've studied Brian Buffini for many, many years and mm -hmm. didn't realize this was one of the things in his list. So whenever I first listened to him, I was like, oh, my gosh, I was already doing that. That's awesome. Um, but it is pop buys. So you pop by to people and give them a little treat of something. Um, so one of, one of my mm -hmm. first ones I did was popcorn and put a little note on there with my business card and said, just popping by to say, hi, let me know if you have any real estate needs. Um, and, and it progressed from there. Like it was always so dorky. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, <laughs> they they kind of work though, actually. The little the little sayings that I would come up with, and and the little treats that I would leave for them. But it was not asking; it's asking for business without pressuring for business. And so I went to the people that were most likely to um, do a referral to me. So, like my checkout people at the grocery store because I would go to the grocery store all the time with kids. That's what happens. Um, so my checkout people, the bad guys, 
um, then there was a bank that was inside. So they had people that would come through all the time. So I'd stop and drop them one. Um, I have some relationships with some larger companies in Tyler. And so I would just stop by their recruiting office and give them little treats. Uh, just, you know, just saying, hey, staying in front of them without badgering or bombarding. Um, because I'm, I am much more of a, uh, a, a passive marketer than I am sure, sure. in yeah, your well. face. Um, so that's something that I have encouraged my agents to do. Um, especially the new ones that are starting off is just, you've got to start somewhere. So start with what, you know, start with who, you know, and reward them for sending you, sending you business. I mean, you can do likewise, and I'm sure that they have, especially if they're in their sphere. That That's incredible. I mean, there's like three or four different ideas just right there. Uh, you know, the, the walk in the newsletter, knowing your neighborhood, uh, mm -hmm. the pop buys. I love that. Those are, uh, you know, they can be corny, but still it, it, it works. It, the, the corny works. Yeah, the corny, the cornier they were, the more that I, they were like, we're looking forward to our giggle. Um, so <laughs> they, they, you know, <laughs> so it was really uh, fun. I mean, it was something that um, that I enjoyed doing. And again, I would set. I that's something that I I work with them on is setting that time frame. Like, if you're gonna market then set your hour and that's like your do not disturb hour of I'm going to get these things done. Um, and it becomes habit. So after a while, all of it becomes habit, but until it becomes habit, you need to make an appointment with yourself to do those things. Ah. So it's, it's working through that in a big way. I'm so sorry about our IT issues here. Uh, is this, can you still hear me? Okay. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Perfect. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, this is this is this is a fun interview, Holly. I, I, I'm enjoying <laughs> this. So, uh, so you're saying time block is is really mm -hmm. important for an agent, especially to be always uh, be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. So, so, what are some some challenges, I guess, in, in your business? Uh, well, before I go there, I got to ask. Okay, so you were a few months back. Uh, selling real estate in two different countries, correct? That's correct. Yes, I was. Can can you yes, can I you elaborate was. a little bit on that? That was pretty neat. Yeah. So um, I was fortunate enough to be interviewed for a position. One of my friends said, "Hey, you need an interview for this," and I was like, "Oh, okay," um, because I was um, I interviewed for an on-site broker position for a new development on Roatan, Honduras. And I, it, they interviewed me and I was looking at it going, okay, so the first one, the one before me went long and I knew that they were doing multiple interviews and then mine was only like 20 minutes. And I was like, they are so not calling me back. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, it would, it, it'd be fun if it works. Uh, so anyway, ended up that they hired me. And so my husband and I moved to Roatan, Honduras for six months and got back this summer and I hit the ground running. I was still conducting business stateside, but of course I'm not boots on the ground. So I couldn't really show houses like you normally do. Um, 
So I got to, I, I got to enlist the help of, of my agents and they got a whole lot of experience while I was gone. Um, but I learned a whole lot about being able to work remotely. Um, didn't know I had that in me, but it was really, hmm. it was very successful. Nice to know, nice to learn about that. It was nice to know that, um, if I needed to pick up and move and go somewhere else that I could, and I could make friends and make a second home um, relatively quickly because I had two weeks to get my life in order and get down there. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a challenge, but it was wonderful. Um, and I was selling condominiums for the developer there. And so we, uh, we had a, a successful project and it's still continuing. They've got a lot of different building going on and a lot of opportunity in that area currently. Hmm. Wow. Wow. That is a, huh. So, so let me ask, let, let's dive into that real quick. Um, sure. that sounds like a really neat thing to be able to do. So, so the working remotely as a real estate agent. What did you learn that you know, might be helpful for others to know about that? Because that, that, I would think, would be difficult to work remotely as a real estate agent. It, it's interesting. Um, Wi-Fi is important. That's like the number one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I became the queen of technical difficulties whenever I was there. I did a lot of Zoom, a lot of FaceTime, um, a lot of email and text communication. Uh, one of the ways that they communicate their best is through WhatsApp. And so I learned how to use the ins and out of that. Um, and it was kind of cool because you could send videos and stuff and it's private. And I still use WhatsApp with them because I keep up with the people that I met there. Um, but working remotely was really, it, it kind of because of the habits that I've developed over time, it wasn't that hard. The hardest thing is when you are dealing with multiple time zones. So setting a meeting and paying attention to what time you were supposed to be on the meeting was really fun, especially the first couple of times, because I had people that were on East Coast. I had people that were on West Coast. And sometimes I had people that were in, in Europe. Um, and we just had to find a time that worked for everybody to get on a call and go through the information that we had available to us. Wow. Wow. Uh, huh. That is, that is fascinating. And so <laughs> now, now you were using all that to sell there and in the in state side. Yes. Yep. So you didn't have to, did you have, I guess you just would have team members here, like you said, show a client, open a door, whatever the case may be show them around mm -hmm. and you would help be an advisor and talk to them about what, how to structure deals. And yeah, exactly. That's, uh... And then, and then I did the paperwork. Um, thank goodness. The majority of all of our stuff is online. And so I was able to write up contracts, get everything. I would always send it beforehand to make sure it was correct before we started signing, which is just good practice anyway, um, but sent that over and then I would submit it and we would just see how the ball would roll and I'd communicate with the other agents and really didn't miss a whole lot of beats very often. Wow, that's 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 really fascinating. And, and, and I would bet that has taken you maybe to like a new level in your business, learning all those technologies, using them, and um huh 
I mean, really, he kind of really opened you up. Yeah, yeah, that is that's great. Well, well, let me ask this. I, I, we're getting close to the, the 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 time here, and so let me ask. So, if you're um, an agent wanting to grow your business in this market, mm-hmm. what would yes. you say? I mean, whether it's a, a, a new agent whether it's agent that's seasoned, but they're just, for whatever reason, not seeing results. What do you think the one thing they could do is to just really get some deals in here soon? They got to they put bread on the table. Right. So it is um, persistence. It is consistent mm. persistence um, reaching out to people and letting them know the worst thing that a realtor can hear is somebody go, I didn't know you were a realtor. Um, if they don't know, then you're not doing what you need to do. Um, and so it is that promotion. It is um, acknowledging whenever somebody sends you a client, making sure that you reward them with something like just keeping them in the loop and keeping them updated. But really, it is just persistently letting people know I am a realtor. These are the things I have to bring to the table. This is what I can do to help you. Um, and that's what I'd encourage because it'll take off and we go through seasons and cycles. So it's not a steady uh, progression of business all the time until you get to a certain level and then you have steady business. But it takes about five years uh, before you really mm. get to that point of leveling off where you know you're going to have something coming um, in the future instead of what's in your hand right now. That is, that, that's a, I think that's a great encouragement. Uh, be consistent in your persistence. And, yes. and uh, wow, Holly, you, you, just, you just have some great information. I mean, you're just, my, my whole notepad is, is full uh, of info that you've given me and, and nuggets and tips. And so this is definitely a great, great um, interview for agents that are new to go back and listen to, to pull out. I love the newsletter, knowing your neighborhood, doing the pop buys, going and being strategic with your time. And uh, that, that's, that's awesome. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for being a, well, a, a guest you. today. Thank and, you for uh, having there, me. I'm my pleasure. Anything that we should add before we, we wrap up? Well, I, I would like to add that it is always fun to work with you, Ryan. You do a great job. <laughs> well, thank you. The communication and teamwork, it is truly a team effort whenever you are going through a transaction and working with mutual clients. And it is always a pleasure to work with somebody that's knowledgeable and that you, I call it, you don't have to babysit. Um, so knowing that work's getting done without having to stay on top of people is a wonderful thing. And you, sir, do a very good job at that. And so I appreciate you. Thank you, Holly. That means a lot. I really appreciate it. Well, and to our listeners, I did not pay Holly to to endorse me like that, but (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Uh, that, that means a lot. And, um, that's a wrap for today's episode with Holly Fitzgerald. For Agent X Factor, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, but we'll catch you next time on our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye now.